Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Aaron. And this is Beyond the Ranch. Uh, so I'm watching Forrest Gump today, right? And I got to thinking, if Forrest Gump were alive today, you know what his uh, YouTube password would be? Jenny? One, Forrest. One. <laughs> Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch. That was really super lame. <laughs> How are you tonight? I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sorry. That's okay. We got a lot done today. Not really. No, it was a weird day. <laughs> it was a weird day. Uh, so we uh, started out. How did I start the day? Um, Nick gave me a call from down the road and mm-hmm. decided he wanted to come up and give us a hand uh, working on the new Our Wyoming Life studio slash offices up in our attic. So we came up and we framed in a wall. You built a stage for farm to table. Built a stage for farm to table. And I moved a bunch of furniture for some dumb reason. So it's been a weird, a weird day. We did have rain, a lot of rain yesterday, so I wasn't able to get any haying done today. So, you know, it was, at least I got something done. I don't know. You want to hear about my day? Let's hear about your day. Grace had to get shots. She had her five-year-old shot. These are her pre-kindergarten shots. Yeah. So we got shots and the girls got haircuts and we came home and sold some farm to table tickets and... When they, oh, Kenzie. You had a meeting. Kenzie went to her reading group. And yeah, and then I had a meeting. <laughs> I did work in the garden for a little bit, but. Well, we might as well uh, talk about that one. The garden, we got a ton. Well, not a ton. We got quite a bit of hail yeah. uh, here yesterday. And that, that kind of did a number on you, didn't it? Yeah, we got just a bunch of it, really tiny hail, but really hard hail. And the wind was blowing. 30 or 40 miles no, an hour. The wind hit 76 miles an hour. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Look at look at our little app thing. It told me 46 when I checked last night. Oh, well, maybe I looked at the wrong date then. <laughs> I thought it Actually, we, uh, Gary, everybody needs a Gary from down the road. Every day after it rains, uh, he'll call me and say, hey, how much rain did we get and, and how fast was the wind? You were wrong. High wind in August was 47. Where did I get 76? 2018. Oh, that's our high wind for the year. That's why. <laughs> uh, we have a little uh, weather station that sits here on the ranch and it measures rainfall and it you know, keeps track of things. And there's an app on our phone so we can go back and look at it. So every every day after it rains, Gary will call me and ask me how much how much it rains. And I tell him, you can get this app on your phone that you can look at and see exactly. You can see my weather station. Uh, on that on that app, but he just I likes think to call he, and talk to you. I guess he just wants an excuse to call. I did. I I talked to Gary a lot today, but uh, <laughs> we yeah he well he helped me move furniture. So yeah, we got like a half an inch of rain yesterday, hail mm-hmm. and wind. Yeah, that just beat the crap out of everything. The gardens look sad, and you know they've been looking. Nothing's like ruined. Um, the bad thing is, is everything's. Like, zucchini leaves are shredded. And so now it's not that they're going to die. It's that they're going to spend the next two to three weeks growing new leaves rather than setting fruit. Um, Beets look horrible. Onions look horrible. Um, I can still sell everything. It's not like stuff's ruined. Zucchini is going to have dents in it, and as they grow, they're going to (laughs) scar. So a lot of the zucchini crop is probably trashed. I cut down a bunch of rainbow chard today. Kale is bad. 
Little Heads of Lettuce. We were going to have salad for farm to table. You don't think that's going to happen? Uh, no. <laughs> so farm to table, we we bring a lot of stuff off of our ranch for farm to table. We can find somebody else might have lettuce. Yeah, and I, I try and... You know, not that it's like an exact science, but, you know, like last year, I want to say about 90% of it came from the ranch. And, you know, we kind of want to keep it like right along those lines. Um, Arianne, yeah. the chef, like I texted her right away last night and was like, you know, we got a hail and I sent her a picture of like what the lettuce looked like. And lettuce was going to be iffy anyhow for front table. Like we were going to do salad, but probably do kale and rainbow chard and maybe even some cabbage in it. It. But have lettuce in it. And she'd wanted spinach, but I don't. I won't have spinach ready. And so, you know, it's like, lettuce might be iffy. And she's like, we can figure something else out. Like, she's super flexible. And she's like, I don't want to wipe you out of your lettuce for a market. And I was like, no, it should make it. You know, and it, after last night, I was just like, we got to find something else. So she knows somebody who might have some spinach. And if not, we'll have it. We'll do something different. It's one thing about, like, farm to I think the same, not the same thing happened last year. But there was a couple things that had to be changed on the menu just because stuff wasn't ready or. Yeah, we always meet, like, really early in the year. Kind of like when I'm planting. And we kind of talk about, like, what we kind of hope for or what, you know, like, hey, I've been looking at this in the catalogs and consider growing this. Like, can you use this? You know, and if I'd had tomatoes and stuff this year, I think we would have gone, like, a whole different route and stuff. And, you know, it just didn't... She's so... Marianne's so amazingly creative and and such a talented chef that she can work with whatever I can give her. So it's nice that we can, you know, we're less than two weeks out, and we'll just change it. It's fine. She'll Or we'll find spinach somewhere else. It's not like you publish a menu or anything no, like that. No. The menu is kind of a secret thing, isn't it? It is kind of a secret is thing. Is that why it's a secret thing? Because you, you just don't know? or Yeah, so... Essentially, Arianne will give me, like, poundages of what she needs and stuff. And, like, say she needed 10 pounds of lettuce. Well, if I'd only been able to come up with seven, it'd be like, okay, we need three pounds of something to mix with it or whatever. So it will be changing right up until I can deliver. (laughs) But even last year, I took her a bunch of stuff, and she added another course. And it was not on our printed menu because she made a soup. Oh, that wasn't on the menu? No. That soup and that bread bowl thing? Yeah, no, it wasn't on the menu because she just whipped it up. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I should probably pay better attention to that kind of thing. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, farm tables coming up, and it's kind of, it, at this point, it's kind of all, it's kind of taken over our lives right now. We're trying to get ready for it. Uh, we went through, obviously, trying to, you know, clean up the, the yard and and the main ranch area, and, you know, we went through the, the cleaning up the concrete, which, by the way, I got nine million different ways to clean concrete now. Um <laughs> It's funny because I'll get one comment that says, that stuff sucks. And the very next one is, that stuff is great. I love that stuff. Or you should do this or you should do that. Or, um, you know, there's so many different ways of doing things. And, you know, you take all those and you put them in your memory banks and you save them for later. But I think I'll still be working on cleaning up the shop. Uh, Obviously, we have a lot of stuff to do there to get that ready for farm to table. And then what else do we have to get ready for it? Just really farm to table. I mean, that's like it no, is. No, what do we have ready? What, what oh, do we have left to get ready for farm to table? The gardens. Um. Yeah. Mowing, weed it's whacking. Just, yeah, like I'm. It. It just kind of threw me off the hill and stuff. Like, like I went and worked in the gardens today, and like it's not the end of the world. And I'm trying to like stay positive about it. But the gardens have looked so amazing, and obviously everyone, you can look at it and see that we had hail damage, and all of town had this massive storm come through like there was flooding in town most of town got hail like everybody knows what happened but it's just like such a it's like a, a kick in the nuts yeah i mean it just 
Like I went out there today. I was like, I gotta, I gotta chop back the chard. I need to prune all the kale. Like the basil's just hashed. You know, it's like, what can I salvage? What can I, you know, prune and cut back so it can have as best of chance to recover in twelve days or whatever, ten days. You know, but it, I just kind of had to like I didn't get all the work done. I just like had to like walk away from it. It's like I'm in like mourning. I don't know. Everybody will understand. It will look a lot better in between now and when Farm to Table happens, but it'll never look as good as it did as the day before did. yesterday. But only me has seen it. <laughs> so. Well, we have some video of it. <laughs> I guess yeah. some people have seen it. Uh, so it's just it's it's it, one of those things that's totally out of your control. Totally out of my control. Yeah, I mean, I was in the house, you know, just. I, you know, I could hear it. I was in, couldn't, couldn't see out the window, but I could hear it start to hail. And by the time I got to the window, it was really hailing. And if it had been just a few minutes, it would be a different situation. But it went on for quite some time. And, I mean, it was just really, just really, it's just frustrating. Yeah. So. Does it put you off on gardening where you're like, screw it, I'm done? Yeah, I mean, it just. Really, it does? No, it, I don't know. It just, I don't know how to explain it. It just. Just sucks. <laughs> I don't want to be done. It changes a lot of, you know. Obviously, from your table, I can't change how the gardens look and like you know everything shredded. It is what it is. I still have to clean up the. There's still some weeds I got to take care of and you know whatever. I'm behind on planting and now like I can't till because the ground's wet and it's, it's just a whole host of problems. But it even changes what we have to do for farmers market because like onions I bundle. Well, like I can't sell the tops. Because they're shredded. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like beets and turnips and stuff. So like now I'm cutting stuff and trimming stuff, which is fine. The pigs and the chickens will eat it. So in some ways it's beneficial. But it's more work. It's more work. And thanks, now to, it, thanks to 10 minutes of hail. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a whole different packaging system. It's, it's more trimming. It's, um, you know, bulk beets is a different price point than a bundled beet. And I mean, it's just... It just changes things. It's not the end of the world, and obviously, like, the beets are still there. They're fine, but just not as pretty. (laughs) So, it's frustrating, to say the least, so. On a happier note, Aaron's birthday is coming up. Yeah, but I'm going to have to work on my birthday. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let me get you a new rope. Uh, Um I mean, your birthday's on what, Sunday? It's on a Sunday, which is typically our day off, like our one day off a week. But I'm just be. Uh, You're I'm just be, like I, Debbie Downer today. You're I just, just like. It's depressed. Like, I, I had to leave the garden because I was just. I was just depressed. Because not only do I have, like, all the work that I want to get done before Farm to Table, but then I have all this extra work because of the hail. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just having a. I'm just having a bad garden day you're having a great day yeah (laughs) i'm out of it i don't want to be here and you know a couple weeks ago like even like laying out the plan of like how much work has to get done before farm to table and stuff like i kind of figured i was gonna have to do some work on my birthday on sunday which i mean we try not to work on sundays but i'd we try not to work outside on Sundays. Yeah, I mean, we try and just spend time with the kids and spend time inside and, yeah, clean the house and, and do those kinds of things. Laundry. Um, Answer comments. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, there was kind of a point last week where I was like, I think I'm going to be okay and I'm not going to have to do much on my on that Sunday, my birthday. And this week, just I didn't get to spend as much time in the gardens as I wanted. And now with the hail and that much more work, like... Yeah. Sunday's your birthday. You can make me a list... What you want to get done on Sunday, and I'll go through that list, and I'll figure out 
everything that I can do on that list. Well, I don't mind. Like, it's fine. Lots of people work on their birthdays. It's not like it's a big deal. Um, it's just that it's on Sunday. And last year, my birthday was on Saturday. That was Farmer's During Market Farmer's Day. Market. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, oh, next year we won't have to do this because it'll be Sunday. That's typically our day off. No. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. I'm a grown-up. It's, you know, you work on your birthday. It's not a big deal. Just pull on your big girl panties and head out it's and get to work. It's more so, like, if we don't work, if we don't take Sundays off, then we're looking at 13 or 14 days in a row with no day It's off. not a day off, though. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're still going to beat hell. I know, but it's not an outside day. <laughs> it's not, you're not, you know, it still is kind of an out. I mean, there's stuff, for me, that has to get done every day. Yeah, and I did know, some stuff. And this- you've got stuff that it needs to be done every day. Yeah. So it's, and but that kind of stuff I don't even really look at as work anymore. Like, no. after after years of being here, like, that stuff, like, going out and feeding, if wintertime, you go out and feed the cows every day. That's just a chore. There's a difference between, like, what I, what I consider a chore and what is work yeah you know like work is like a project mm-hmm. like if i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna fence that's something i don't need to do every day but it, that's a that's that's work yeah um going out and feeding the cows every day or feeding the cows or feeding pigs now um you know that's just a chore that's just something that has to be has done to every day so yeah there's a difference between chores and work right the gardens don't really so much require like chores because the water weeding is a chore that's work that's work I don't know. What's it's the not, difference? A chore is something that has to be done every day. Well, weeding probably could be done well, it every day. Could be done every day, but it's not <laughs> done every day, <laughs> and it can wait until the next day. Um, I don't. I mean, like so watering the gardens would be like a chore, but that's all set up on automatic timers. I know you have like the best husband ever that went out and set all that up for you. I do some of it. <laughs> it's cool. I need a new GFI outlet. Well, that, I'm not an electrician, so. Oh, you can change a GFI. <laughs> Don't actually. I'm not certified, and there's there's union laws involved. I mean, Don't I just like, have to. You can't change a GFI, and your electrician friend was here for like four hours today. So. It, he was, and we had a lot done today, really. <laughs> So don't tell me that that GFI can't get trained. <laughs> so another thing I wanted to talk about tonight was, uh, or today, or whenever you happen to be listening to this, um, is the fact that we just rolled over 40,000 subscribers. We did. That is something. Now, I was talking to Matt about this, and he went back, and he watched a video from, I don't know when, and he said we had 2,500, you know, like 2,500 subscribers. You can't tell, can you? What? You can't tell how many subscribers we had then. No, I think we mentioned it. Oh, okay. So okay. we were talking about how amazing it was that we had 2,500 subscribers. And now, do you feel a difference between, speaking of chores, because, I mean, like, answering comments now That's has a become chore. a chore. That's just something that needs to be done every day. Answering emails needs to be done every day. Um, dealing with Patreon should be done every day. I'm horrible at it. And I, I got an email today, uh, yesterday and and somebody had, had pledged on Patreon, and and you know this did not sound you know like I'm greedy or anything, but where the hell's my T-shirt, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm so far behind on T-shirts. I need to get those caught up, and getting stuff sent out for Patreon. So, like, do do you feel like if you think back to when we had 2,500 subscribers compared to now, and we have 40,000, do you feel like? You know, there's more pressure. Do you feel like there's less pressure? Yeah, no, I do feel like there's more pressure. And it's it's easy to ignore the numbers in some ways and pretend that we don't have 40,000. And it's hard to visualize what 40,000 is. Um, 40,000 is more than the population of 
Gillette. Yeah, the population of Gillette's like 32,000. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we're well over. Could you imagine going into Gillette and every single person in town, everybody, no matter where you go, knows who you are and knows everything that's happened to you over the, you know, no. they could go back and watch everything that's happened to you over the past 18 months that you put out. No, it's so could you imagine that where you walk at everybody, Walmart, gas that. station, <laughs> grocery store, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, as we were approaching like the 32,000 mark and we went from like 30s, low 30s to 40 really fast. Pretty fast. You know, so like as that was approaching, I was like, "What is the population in Gillette?" And I think it's it's thirty two to thirty three thousand. I googled it or whatever, you know. And so I was like, "Oh, wow, we're getting close to like the population in Gillette." And then we like blew past it, right? You know, and then we were really close to forty and stuff. And so you know, I kind of try. Obviously, I, I, not everybody in Gillette all hangs out at the same place, <laughs> but so like we have the size of Gillette in our community and stuff to kind of relate that number to. But then we're out of options because we live in a small town. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. we can go. You know, <laughs> county-wide, I think the county is like 50,000. or something. And yeah. then you've got, you know, well, the state is what, 800,000 or something <laughs> like that. So, I mean, that's our next step, I guess. <laughs> you know, we'll have the state of Wyoming someday. Um, it's I don't know. I've kind of noticed here since we've since we've hit that, you know, we've, we've went past that 30,000 and, and now up to 40,000. Like, I'm starting to get more, and we've talked about this in the past, where we kind of keep a low-key low-key, low-key, low-profile locally. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to get emails and stuff from local people of significant, not like, not like, you know, just Joe Blow, but I'm getting emails from like, you know, the mayor or, you know, the, the you know, people, you know, people of of that, of that, you know, that stature. When I went to city council, like one of the city councilmen was like, I saw your YouTube video the other day. Yeah. So it's... It goes in spurts, though. It does. So it's... I am actually worried, though, about, like, the local aspect of it. I don't want it to be... We've always talked about this. Yeah, I don't I don't want it to be a local thing. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, we should be, like... Shouldn't you look in your backyard for support first? We've tried that in the past, before YouTube, but it really didn't work. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, when we came to the ranch, it was, hey, let's see who we can reach out to. And, who, you know, it didn't work. So, like... I think it's more it's it's selfish, but it's more like a convenience thing. Like not that we don't like meeting fans and subscribers and stuff, but like it's somewhat awkward. <laughs> like when bit. you're like approach them like in the grocery store, or when they approach us. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's and, and it's just a convenience thing. Like I just want to go to Walmart and buy my stuff and like be left alone. Like I think most people do. And I, I don't want to ever discourage anybody. Like if they're a fan of the show and they recognize us, like please say hi. I don't want to. I don't want to complain about it. But I think it's also why we haven't like been super braggy like around town and the local media about, hey, look what we're doing on YouTube. Yeah. And the thing is too, it's. <laughs> This is a weird thing to say too, but like it's not sign it's significant and like everything we put on YouTube is is grounded in a message that is super significant. But on our day-to-day lives, like I almost feel like YouTube and our day-to-day lives are like separate. But they're not because all we do is like work on YouTube and like what's the next video and where's the camera and what shot and like we're always thinking ahead. What's happening in our daily lives is what we put on YouTube. Is yeah, but at the same time, like I don't go around town and talk about YouTube and even some of my friends I don't talk to. I I never bring up YouTube. Like I don't want to like be like that guy. Yeah, like (laughs) like with the. 
I, I don't know, hey, buy my stuff. Hey, yeah. watch my videos. You know, like I very, there's a couple of people that I really talk to, talk about YouTube with. And then there's a lot of people that like, we never, it never enters our conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's some, some of my friends don't even know that we, some of my like acquaintances that I see in a, a you know, a regular basis, but we're not super close friends or anything, mm-hmm. whatever you call those people, they probably don't even know we're on YouTube. And that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, one of the things that, that's kind of disconcerting to me is now that, that I've got gotten a few like local emails and they're not from just people that are like, you know, I like your show. I like, it's not that it's, there's yeah. something they want, want out, out. And it's because we're local here. So we're assess we're accessible to them or they, they knew Gilbert or they know where we live or yeah, whatever. They know where we live. <laughs> yeah. So there's that, you know, Hey, you know, since you but are like- here and you have this kind of reach that you can go out, you can make a video and reach a few thousand people. Um, do you, yeah. can you do this for us? You know, that kind of thing. Or and it's hard it's, it's weird. And it's hard to say no because they're local, local or they're known in the community or whatever else. And then it's, you know, you know, I'm, I'm running for governor. Can you say yeah, something in not, your video? It's, it's, not, that not, it's not that important. <laughs> but even if that, even if that happened, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to do well, that. Well, I mean, somebody asked, a friend asked if they could put up a campaign sign for somebody. Yeah, out and here. Like, and we said no. Yeah. And not that we wouldn't vote for that person, but we just said no. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't... Do I want a, somebody's campaign video or poster showing up in a video? Or do yeah, I want, accidentally. We wouldn't put it in on purpose no, or anything. No, but, but it could very well accidentally show up. Show up. Or the fact that, you know, do we want... What's weird, and, and this is a weird thing, is because we're on YouTube and so and people listen to us every day and, and we hear it all the co- time in the comments, well, you helped me do this or because of you, I, I did this. You know, like what we say has some significance to a very small... Which is so weird because so that totally blows me away that anybody's like, you know, hey, because of you, I went and got a cow or yeah. whatever. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? Like, Don't base your life decisions on our YouTube channel. <laughs> But, but I don't think they're doing that. I think that it's a it's a confidence thing. Yeah. It's a it's an inspirational thing. I've got a really cool letter, and I should go grab it. Um, but we can do you, it. You we can do it. My point. Oh, go on with your point, and then remind me to talk about okay, my letter because letter. this letter is good. This letter is good. It's a good, good. letter. Um, you know, so just back to like the campaign sign, or like you know, I mean, local people want us to do stuff for them. Like if if we put a campaign sign on the road, and somebody drives by, and they watch the channel, and they recognize the ranch, and we have somebody's campaign sign, it. It creates this weird twist potentially in their mind that our Wyoming life supports this candidate. Joe Blow, yeah. And there's a huge governor race going on in Wyoming. That's not been a good governor race, <laughs> and it wasn't a go- it was a local county seat that we were asked to put a sign up for. And Gilbert used to put up signs on. He occasion. did, and we put up signs in the past. Yeah. And um, but now usually for like friends, friends that yeah. are running for office or something. But now it's just weird, and and so YouTube is it's. It's this weird thing in our lives. It's something that like is always we're always thinking of what's our next video, what video just came out, what's our next social media post, but we don't talk about it with our people in our lives all the time. Like every time you see Nick, you don't talk about YouTube. No. But you're always thinking about YouTube. Yes. But then we also Nick today he was like, Where's the cameras, man? And I was like, I'm not filming any of this. And he's like, Really? So he said, I expected to have a camera up my ass the whole time I was here. And I said, No, you're fine, do whatever you want to do, man. He's like, I even put on like clean a clean shirt for this. He said, I thought I'd have a camera out here. And I said, No, we're just See now our friends are gonna start staying away because there's always a camera. But so if we do anything publicly, 
like we have to think about like our influence because of YouTube. Yeah. And and in some people's minds, there's no separation between Mike and Aaron and our real lives and our YouTube. No, I'm scared of that. Nothing on YouTube is fake. But it is not, it's not a whole, it is our whole life, but it's not our whole we life. We always talk about it. It's 30 minutes a week of what yeah. we're doing. You know, we're also running around chasing kids and we've got kids throwing up and we've got this going on and, you know, all kinds of stuff that never makes it yeah. into videos. But I think that, uh, you know, back to like the influencer thing where, you know, if somebody says, hey, I, I went and bought a cow or I'm, I'm moving to Wyoming or whatever it may be. I don't think it's the fact that that they I, I this is the way I would like to look at it to where people by watching us it instills confidence and inspiration uh, and, and an inspirational type thing um, to where yeah you can screw up and that's one of my my big I've always believed my entire life like you can mess up but you know you learn from that mistake you move on mm-hmm. and you and you figure you know if that if don't make the same mistake twice and I, I, you know, that's the thing that I hope people take out of it. I don't want people to go, you know, I'm going to become, honestly, it sounds like something like a 10 year old would do. Like they watch the channel and say, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a rancher because they're a rancher. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's, there's a, there's, you have to live your best life. You can't just live our life. Right. And you can live through us. Yeah. That We get that a lot too. But if we can, I think like what I like to, what I would hope that we can do is inspire people to work hard, chase your dreams look at the positive in life, you know, admit your mistakes. Like the values can transfer into any, any situation and anywhere. That's where, so I got this letter from Australia and I don't have the letter in front of me, so I can't, I can't read it off and I'll, maybe I'll squeeze it into a mail call here one of these days. Um, but so this guy, um, was retired. I do believe I can't remember. See, now, now I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. But <laughs> one of the things that really impressed me about this 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 letter was this guy was talking about the, the inspiration that we can give people and, and the fact that, you know, people can see us do things that, like, we couldn't never have done a few years ago. Yeah. Never, ever, ever been able to do. And he, the the one statement that he that he said in there that actually really kind of hit me was the fact that, you know, you have, in some ways, you have restored my faith in, in humanity. humanity. Us and and you, that Aaron Aaron restored your faith in humanity because if you hung out with Aaron for more than thirty minutes a, a week, you would realize she cusses like a sailor. Um, <laughs> she, you know, I mean, just we're, a, we're just human. Moments, we're I mean, human. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, and she doesn't she doesn't cuss like a sailor. But I do cuss, obviously, um, I, occasionally more in real life than we do on YouTube. I was watching another YouTuber, a beauty YouTuber, and she's like. I feel like when I sit down, I have to be more serious. And she's like, I don't want to be serious anymore. I want to be the silly, goofy me. I I don't think... But you're not silly and goofy. No, I'm not silly and goofy. But it's just... I I will say, like, I don't think we're fake on camera or fake on the podcast or on live streams or anything. Like, that's who we are. Is it a polished version of us? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the... You know, occasionally I'll get the whole, you know, well, you, you guys are reading something or, you know, whatever when you do the videos. And yes, we sit down and we figure out what we're going to talk about, how we're going to say it. Here's bullet points. You know, some parts may even... We may even write it down what we're going to say. Because if it's, you know, numbers or lots of stuff going on at once, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm... Do you know how... I mean, 
Not to interrupt, but... How come if I interrupt you, I'm you sorry. yell at go, me? But go. you can interrupt me and say, not to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt you. Go. No, you do it. Go. What were you going to say? I think people don't realize how hard it is to talk for 10 minutes straight and, like, have very specific key points that you're trying to get across. And, like, because our videos are so geared around some sort of educational component, every video has an educational component. I would hope so. There's probably a few that don't, but... And, and maybe if, if that had been our previous life where we were educators, like, you could ramble on for 10 minutes and... and be a more if i had to just ramble on for 10 minutes it would be um it would be rambling i'd be wasting your time i'm wasting my time and putting out three videos a week is 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 a lot of work so for me it's easier for me to be able to know exactly what i'm going to talk about when i'm going to talk about it and what you know and Mm -hmm. and how i'm going to say it um and it's more interesting for the viewer too like people would differ on that i mean there are people that get mad about it they they want us to just stand in front of a camera and ramble on but they haven't seen those videos like we know what those videos would look like on our end yeah (laughs) we wouldn't have 40 maybe we'd have forty thousand subscribers it would be a totally different subscriber base it would be and And it it would not have happened in 18 months i just always put it as like i first i don't want to waste your time Mm. you're obviously watching the videos for a reason Mm -hmm. i i'm going to get my point across talk to you about what we're going to talk about and then we're done that's it yeah um but at the same time, I don't, I don't want to waste my own time. So I have very limited time to do videos. Yeah. So the more that I know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it, it's easier for me to make a video than if I have to sort through 10 minutes of me rambling on about something. And I'm horrible about talking. This is why we do the narration thing. I can't talk and kind of do work. something at the same time. Uh, we, yeah. I mean, we... We, Could you imagine, it, like, in, the, in Tuesday's video where, where we're loading up the dump trailer, and if we were talking through the whole thing, explaining what we were doing... It would be a 30-minute video about just putting trash in the dump trailer. Yeah, and who wants to watch... I mean, there are people that would want to watch that, obviously. But no, not 40,000 not 40, people in 18 months. No, like, no, and I think that's part of what got us here this fast. Yeah, because this is insane growth for 18 months on YouTube. Like, this yeah. is... is it's good. It's not what typically happens. So to get here as fast as we have, it's because we've done something different than hold a camera, talk to the camera, walk around, do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and not that there's anything wrong with that. And there are some people that are, are absolutely they're amazing. amazing. Yeah, they're good at it. At doing that. That is not us. And to try and, and to put us in that box and say, that's how you have to be. You have to be a vlog. Mm-hmm. Like it's not us, and the videos ten minute a ten or twelve minute video, you would not get to see the day what happens throughout the day. You would see that ten or twelve minutes uh, of, or I would have to go through and when I'm editing, you know, figure out where what we're going to talk. You know, cut myself all up, be choppy, yeah. You know, be all over the place, and you know, I could be talking one minute about one thing and then and then it would cut to something and now i'm talking about something else it may not even you know be correlated because there's no structure to it yeah. maybe i'm just overly analytic and overly anal but, about yeah. the whole thing but i mean there is there is a definite structure to what we're doing there I is hope. a structure and and a lot of it is it's a it, just to even film us working takes a lot of work like filming on when we were cleaning up and stuff, like how many times did the camera get moved? Oh yeah, like a lot. You move the camera a lot a just lot. because you can't have the same. You don't want the camera sitting somewhere for ten and minutes. You had hours of footage, but it's still there's only so much to talk about cleaning up trash, so it gets shortened down into ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But you got to see the whole process of picking up trash rather than just 
Let me hold a camera and walk around and let's... And Yeah, I'm holding my camera in one hand. I'm picking up trash with the other hand. I just can't do it. I I, I'm, I can't either. Like, I can't garden. and I mean, sometimes I can't even do the tripod and garden. Like, I have to make you come and hold the camera. And chew bubble gum at the same time. And... <laughs> and that's the hard thing, too, is like what we're doing usually involves our hands. Mm-hmm. And so it's much easier to put a camera on a tripod, put a couple cameras on tripods, do what we need to do, hold the camera for... 10, 15 seconds, get some close-ups. We do that a lot, especially with, like, the garden stuff. Get close-ups. But then do the work. Figure out the story and, and the education component of it. You know, most of the time before we go out and film, sometimes I just go out and I film stuff, and then I'm like, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> Usually, be, like, before I go out, I'll have an idea of what we're going to do, mm-hmm. right? Based on the work that needs to be done. Right. So if we're going out, if I'm going fencing today, I know I'm going to do a fencing video. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll have some sort of an idea in my head. I don't have anything worked out, you know, what I'm going to talk about or anything like that usually. And the night, the cool thing about doing it the way that we do it is that there's always something. There's yeah. a twist that happens. Something doesn't go right. No matter what it is that we're doing, you can lift up a board and find three skunks underneath that Just board. Two, two skunks. Two. <laughs> um, you lift up that board, boom! There's skunks oh, now. I, now we've I, got video of Aaron running around like a chicken with her head cut off. I mean, off. and I guess I think there was two in the haze of panic. I think there was two. Aaron said <laughs> she hated that that split second. Where, what was it? Where, you, where your your brain has to register what you're looking at, and it's just like you're staring at them, and like what the hell? Yeah. In the video, you didn't see that, and I'm sure you felt it in your mind. It's that like slow down, like life flashes before your eyes like you know everybody's i'm gonna get sprayed in two seconds yeah everybody's experienced that where like your world slows down and your brain goes 900 million miles an hour but it feels like i remember like having to like tell my body to move really because <laughs> it was, it was like, it, it, I had, panicked we had it on video it was instantaneous <laughs> you lifted that board you dropped that board you turned around and around but that split second feels like at least 10 or 15 seconds, like in your mind. Right. I thought oh, yeah. for sure I was going to get, once I realized they were skunks and not kitties. Is that what you thought at first? Well, I just, I mean, I, I saw something and that shouldn't have been there. And then the white stripe is obviously very recognizable on a skunk. And Were they then, big skunks or little skunks? They were medium. Okay. So they weren't babies. I think they were probably like spring skunks. Because a, a adult skunk is They can big. be big. Yeah, they can be big. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, in that split second of trying to get my brain and my body to like be on the same page and to run, you know, I was like, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a, I almost cussed, I'm gonna get a mouthful of spray because mm-hmm. my face was close to them, not super close. You were close enough to get sprayed. That's Closer for sure. than you would ever want to be to the butt end of two skunks, <laughs> right? I mean, you, you, don't you didn't ever... see a tail come up or anything, did you? No, I think they were just as panicked as I was. Yeah. But usually when skunks panic, that's when they, they spray. spray. Yeah. We've been pretty lucky with the spraying thing. You've never been sprayed. I've never been sprayed. I've been close to being sprayed, but like enough where it got me, but you, it wasn't like sp- yeah. it didn't spray me, but it was in the room. If you, <laughs> if, if they spray, it's so oily. Yeah. So if they spray, like they spray in the sales barn all the time. If you walk through there, though, it like it sticks to you. It's like to your clothes. <laughs> wow, that was a heck of a sound. You know, or or it'll be on the floor and you'll step in it, you and then it now it's stuck to your boot for the next 
six Forever. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bad. But, but yeah. So like the skunk incident happened and, and so yeah, that goes in. That was not planned obviously. No. <laughs> so, we didn't. and that's pretty much every video, you know, like the fact that, you know, we did that, that thing with the concrete cleaner and like, I didn't know if it was going to work or not. It didn't. really didn't work, <laughs> but you know, I might've done it wrong. I've had hundreds of people tell me I've done it wrong. The concrete's not super stained. It's not horrible. There's just some spots that drive me nuts. And, of course, you know, it is a shop, so it is what it is. You know, like, it's, I mean, the it's dirt, cleaner than what it was. The dirt did come off really nicely. Well, that could have just been the pressure washer. It could have just been the, the water, off. too. You yeah, know, yeah. after we let it dry and stuff, like, the next day we come back or whatever, and we're like, huh. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty much the same <laughs> as it did before. <laughs> so Just a little less dirty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, the, the video, you know, it's not, we do what we do. I think that's the best, you know, like, and that's probably something that somebody could take away from our videos too. Like the fact that we do something different than what you would normally see on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that, yeah, if you do something, if you're different than, than everybody else, the, the good things happen. You know, yeah. there is a payoff to, to not just doing the same thing that everybody else does. You know, er, you know, when we talked about, you know, making our YouTube, our, our YouTube channel to start with, and we've talked about this a hundred times, but it was, it was for our, for our farmer's market customers. So therefore I wanted to make the videos more professional, more professional. I totally just dropped the lid, lid on my pump, uh, more professional, you know, more for almost, lack of a better word, almost like, like produced. Yeah, like scripted. Yeah, but not, but not script. I mean, they are like I don't. It's like it's that weird thing. It's it's we go out and we do what we do. We come back. You go out. We have an idea in mind for a video. Go out and do the work. Come back. Put the narration together. Go back and record it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a it's a back and forth process of of pre production work, more production. More filming, like. right? And there's always pickup shots that you have to go out and get occasionally. Not, not always. If we think about getting them at, at the time, but but like it the, might be go out and you know I need a close up of an onion. You know, yeah, go out so and get a close get up it. of an onion. And, you know? and the vlogs that I watch, the best vlogs that I watch, like they use a lot of you know you have transition shots and you have B roll and you know it's not. It's one of those things that happens so seamlessly that you don't even notice it, but it's not just 10 or 12 minutes of talking, Yeah, you know. And there's great blogs and great people, like we said, great people that can just talk and are super interesting and I want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. We're just not those people. I don't think I am. <laughs> I had, you know, I now I'm, I've really kind of started putting music into the videos more, mm-hmm. you know, um, just, you know, background music type thing. And um, I asked a friend of mine, and I, I said, what do you think of the music in the video? And he said, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't even notice it. And I said, I've been starting to, I started putting music, you know, going into different scenes and stuff like that or something else. You know, I try to kind of capture the mood of the scene with the music and blah, 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 blah. And he said, oh, he said what are you talking about? And he had to go back and watch a video. And he was like, holy crap, there's music in there. Didn't even think about it. And that's good. It's, it should be so seamlessly integrated and fit the scene so well that you don't even realize it's there. Right. But it... Supposedly. That's the right, theory it, behind it. It should have any... You should... It should... Somewhere in your inner being, you should notice that it's there, like, right? Yeah, like, like deep down in your guts. Like, you feel it. Like, it's, it's just... It, it helps drive the emotion of the scene or whatever's going on. You know, like, if it's... You Was know, there music to my freak out? Um, no, actually, I think I stopped all the music for it oh, because okay. if you if you watch the video again, Aaron, I watched it. Aaron actually says 
there's skunks under there. I didn't subtitle it. I probably no, should have. But uh, she says there's there's skunks under there. And, of course, everybody thought it was snakes and everything else. But you did say there was skunks. But it was we were filming with the GoPro that day. Yeah, and it we was it was far, set it. far away. And, and uh, it probably just didn't pick up the audio as well as I thought it did. Well, but you had to get my scream at four or four. It got your scream loud <laughs> enough. Yeah, they got that. But. You know what else is funny, too? It's like when we started, I would have. You know, not that it's not embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I would, I, when we first started, I would never have let you put that on YouTube. And, I, you know, like, after it happened, like, we joked or whatever, like, oh, that's going to go on YouTube and go on the internet. And, ha, 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 you look like a fool and you make $4. You know, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we did No shame. That. You know, like, whatever. Uh, it, it didn't really bother me that you used it. So I guess what does that say about us as people that, like, yeah. do we have no filter anymore? Maybe. I mean, there's, there is things that obviously, you know, like, you know, we talk about it occasionally, but like, you know, so many people want to see videos of the horses and it's like, no, the horses are kind yeah. of my thing and they're just, they're my friends. And when we, you know, that's like a total relax. It's, it'd be like, you know, filming us having dinner and which we have done. Uh, so filming, going out with friends and having dinner or yeah. something like that. That's the way I kind of feel about that. But yeah, I mean, we did joke about it. I said, you know, Aaron, I'm going to put that on the internet. We're going to make four bucks off you screaming. And that's about what we've made off of it. And, you know, is it worth $4 to put my wife on the internet and make her look like, you know, a crazy person? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. It is what it is. I mean, the thing is, is like that type of, that level of freak out occurs at least once a year. With at me. least. We had a we had a snake in the yard. That didn't bother me. That didn't bother. You did send me pictures. You're like, there's a snake in the yard. And I was gone. The girls the came in and said there was a snake in the yard. And we get gardener snakes in the yard. And, and I know that they come in the yard and stuff, so I'm terrified of snakes. Like, not afraid of the skunks. They're fine. You're afraid of getting sprayed. I am afraid of getting sprayed. So it's not like I feel like the skunk is going to attack me because they're not... I mean, I, I guess if they were rabid, maybe they would have ate my face. But <laughs> I'm afraid of the spray. Um, I am one million times more afraid of snakes. So if it had been a rattlesnake underneath there, I probably would have had a heart attack on sight. But a week ago or so, the girls came in and said there was a snake in the yard. And I've tried to not let them, like, inherit my fear of snakes. Because they're the grossest, most disgusting, scariest creatures on the planet. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> so I try and keep that to myself, right? But just, you know, leave the snakes alone. Walk away from them. Um, just like bees. You know, they're not going to bother you. Bees don't, don't bother, bother me. I'm totally fine with bees. Um, so, yeah... But they came in, and, and so I'm like, okay, well, how big was it? Oh, it was really long. <laughs> you know, this is a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. And Well, what color was it? And they said, Grace was like, well, we don't know. And then I was like, what color was it? Well, it was the color of my arm. And so that freaked me out because I was like, is oh, it, it a, is it a, a bull, snake. bull snake or a rattlesnake? I've never seen a rattlesnake. You haven't seen a rattlesnake either. Out here? Yeah. I've seen a couple, but they're pretty rare. Not not around the house though. No, 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 no. Like far. Yeah. Um, but we do have bull snakes. Not we have bull snakes that are right up by the house. Right by the house. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm like, okay, well, I better go investigate. But I knew that there was a snake in the yard. So that it's when they surprise me. And it was a gardener snake. It was fine. It slithered. I tried to get it to slither out of the yard, and it just went into the flower bed i will say i'm making progress with the snake i was gonna thing. say you like tried to shush a snake i did yeah. i did try and, those don't bother i'm okay with the gardener snakes why don't you just grab it and pick it up <laughs> no <laughs> i will not touch one 
I have never in my life touched one, and I will I will go to my grave not touching a snake. <laughs> really? We could take that as a challenge. We can try to get Aaron to touch a snake someday. There's religions that, that like, center around, like, rattlesnakes. Down in Texas, they have, like, these – I don't know if it's just in Texas, but they have, like, these rattlesnake churches where they, like, dance with rattlesnakes. It's weird. Weird stuff. I'll have to show you. And they uh, – they're so <laughs> gross. I hate them. But so every year in the garden, we get gardener snakes. Mm -hmm. And so they they surprise me. They hide under the lettuce. Or more than anything, you walk and they slither in front of you or, you know, across you or your feet or whatever. And and they just surprise me. Yucky. (laughs) So the, the skunks was, you know, a big surprise. But so this happens every year. So I knew, like, when we started filming that at some point you would catch me on camera having an insane freak out. And I think I caught you one. This the other time I caught you. I don't remember if you were on camera or not. It was when there was a skunk in the barn and you walked into the barn and there was a skunk in there and you turned around and ran out of the barn. <laughs> I um, always have to be so dramatic about it, too. Like, I just scream and run. And apparently I flail my arms. I know, right? Lot. I don't know what defense mechanism that is. That's like I'm trying to fly away. <laughs> Flap your wings and fly. The amount of arm flailing was a bit of a surprise to me. <laughs> It is funny when you can go back and watch it. I've, I've done it with a few things, and I'm like, do I really look like that? Why am I doing that? Why do I? Why am I walking like that? Why is? Why are my pants falling down? You know, just weird stuff like that. It's like, does my face really look like that? Yeah. Stop picking your nose. You're on camera. You know. It is weird to see yourself, you know, from that other perspective. It is weird. So. And there's plenty of people that do it. And thank you for. For doing it as well. Here's a weird thing that I was going to hit on really quick, um, and we're going to wrap this up here pretty quick too. But uh, the the podcast is a little stagnant. Have you noticed? No one's that? watched. No one's listening. So we have like, and this is on this is on the stats that I get out on it are weird, but like we kind of hit that like a plateau here, and we've kind of <laughs> like we have this the same listeners all the time. Um, so and I and I don't like I don't get great stats, but it, it doesn't show me like a growth. We don't really push it that much. On we YouTube. don't. But if you do know somebody that likes likes podcasts, you know, you want to point them our way, that'd be cool. Um, you know, I've been trying to find more podcasts to listen to, and I like really struggle with like. I don't want to listen to like political podcasts. I don't know, like all the popular ones that are like you know ranked or whatever. Like I just don't. I just haven't found any that like appeal to me. Would you listen to our podcast if you weren't you? I don't know. I, don't know. I really enjoy recording the podcast. It is. Uh, this is like one of the the kind of highlights of the week. First of all, it's easy. It's, it's you know so it, easy it, compared you push to everything record else. <laughs> and, and we just sit down and talk. That is probably like and the, unless the number I drop one. The f bomb. There's really no editing. No. So. And you know, there's just it's just easy. <laughs> it is simple and it's fun and it's nice to do. Um, you know, we throw the the theme song in when we're done, and that's it. And voicemails if we do any. If voicemails. we do any voicemails, um, so it's it's. I do want to thank you guys for that do listen to the podcast. Um, if you know of more like low key podcasts that are not political, let us know. You want to listen to more podcasts? I do. I enjoy them when I'm in the garden. Mm. I listen to more audiobooks when I have time. Yeah, and I listen to those too. But I just, I don't know. I'm just struggling to find like more good podcast. Okay, so yeah, you can uh, you can always leave us a voicemail if you're listening to us on the uh, Anchor app, or send us an email, or send us an email. Our email is o u r w y life at gmail dot com. These people all should. They like, probably everybody that listens. The probably The two hundred people these. that listen to the podcast every week. 
probably know where Isn't it weird? Yeah, if it's 200 people listening to the podcast every week, there's 40,000 subscribers. Why are only 200 of you listening? I know, this isn't is that good weird? stuff, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just, <laughs> it, you know, that's, you know, there's that whole thing. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up pretty quick. But, you know, there's that whole thing where they talk about uh, managing your time. And potentially this, this would this be could, like the first to go if a consultant this would probably came in. Be, if somebody came in and said, you know, how are you managing your time? What are you spending your time on? What's your return on investment? And there's no ad share program on either. There's, we, make, we make not a thing off of the podcast. Um, yeah, this would be the first thing they would cut. But it's, but like it's, the, but it's the best thing to do. It's like the weirdest thing because it's like even tonight I was like, I don't want to do it. But I don't want we can't do it tomorrow night. You know, because yeah. we're into like farmers market week and stuff, and, and you know prep and stuff. And but then when we sit down to do it, like tonight took a weird turn. I don't know. <laughs> they <laughs> but, always do. But it, it is like the most enjoyable, probably forty-five to fifty minutes of our way I'm in life that we do every week. Zero income potential. Well, there's somebody can sponsor us. Maybe. But we only have 200 listeners. But then, yeah, then we're going, hey, make sure that you buy Tide because it gets my underwear clean. But don't eat it. But don't eat the pods because those are bad for you. Maybe we should look for um, a skunk deodorizer. No, because then I have to get sprayed by a skunk to test it. Oh, that would be a good video. No, it, could, no, it wouldn't. I don't want to do that. You can't come in the house, so we're going to have to use the garden house. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> the whole house would stink. It has that weird oily, it's like... I don't know how to describe it. If they spray within 100 yards of the house, the house stinks. Yeah. It's like this weird oily, like, penetrates. It's just, it's horrible. It's bad. <laughs> Skunk pee. <laughs> On that note, uh, we're going to let you go. And, of course, uh, we'll be back next Friday with another podcast. I have yet again, we have no idea what it's going to be about. So there's really no point in trying to. Maybe that's why we don't get that many <laughs> podcast listeners. We really don't know what the hell we're doing. Uh, people come in with one expectation and end up totally going down another road. But that's that's most of the fun of it for us anyway. So thank you to the couple hundred of you guys that do listen to the podcast. Um Hopefully it grows so that we can keep doing it. And uh, I think even if it, even if somebody came in and said, you need to get rid of that, we'd be like, you know what? Screw you. It's our time. I can record it. You ain't my dad and I don't have to listen to you. You ain't my daddy. (laughs) Yeah. So you just took that in a weird spot. What? You said it weird. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's just what I do. I do what I do what I do. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, listening. And do you have anything you want to wrap things up with? By the way, Erin was supposed to tell a joke at the beginning of this episode, and she did not. So I, I have a joke, and you said no. That one's dirty, even though it's not dirty. It's kind of dirty. It's not dirty. It's a kid's joke. Doesn't it have bad words in it. It's not the f bomb. No, but it's got bad <laughs> words in it. How's it a kid's joke? We're all grown ups here. But you just said it was a kid's joke. Well, okay, it's like a teenager joke. Do you want to tell your teenager no, joke? No, you said I can. <laughs> now she's going to run off and pout. I'm going to go find her a skunk to hang out with. I know where two are at. Okay. <laughs> go scoop them up and bring them in here for you. You need to do something about those. They're residing very close to the house. They are. They're hiding. I didn't. We should go out. You should actually go out and check and see if they're still there. I'll grab the camera. Thanks, guys. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time right here on Beyond the Ranch. Aaron and Mike bring you into their world It's not just chickens and the Angus herd So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch